Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Triggering change. One heartbeat at a time. Battle Folks, this is Watson Frenier from Battle for Freedom on Mojo Fiber Radio. And we're going to jump into another broadcast of Battle for Freedom on Mojo Fiber Radio. And I appreciate every last one of you um, because the fact that, you know, one of the things, if you hadn't had a chance to watch the show last week, uh, we had a great time uh, with Sam Sorbo uh, talking about education. And she gave us, uh, if you go through her program, uh, if you go through her program, Underground Education, you get some really good links. And we watched a very good video yesterday. It was a documentary um, called indoctrination and i'm not going to lie to you we were really moved by this over the weekend and for those of you who really want to have the right approach to all things all things home learning uh you really need to get a copy of indoctrination i tell you it'll be eye-opening uh as you watch as you watch the the presentation has given to and the information given to you. Again, I'm your host, Watson Premier from Battle for Freedom and Mojo Fiber Radio. What I'm going to do is I'm going to revisit something from last week where uh, I want to spend a little bit more time on this. Uh, you remember when I did Rich Dad, Poor Sap, uh, and I really wanted to kind of let you know a little bit more about this. Let's spend a little bit more time. I have the video loaded and we will... Uh, we will go through and revisit this, spend a little bit more in-depth time, no news articles, just focusing on this video, and then why is there a concern with this particular passage, and we go from there. Uh, I, you know what? I tend to talk a lot, so I may actually skip through a lot of different things so that we can focus on hearing what's going on in this broadcast, and um, I'm hoping that in the midst of this uh, hopefully all of us can grow and learn uh, as a bit, I mean, as a, as this. So let's get back into this here uh, and let's get back into this. Let's get rid of that uh, video so that that's not the, um, so that's not the top for you to see. And what is going on here? Uh, did I hit the wrong button? I don't know. Uh, let's see what we have here. Too many things, too many screens for me to see here. And I'm hoping in the midst of this, we'll all grow from this here. So I'm going to bring up one and let's get into the audio. Rich dad, poor dad. Let's listen to the audio. This is today. Just like when you read Millionaire Next Door, it hurt you. Yep. But for many people, it feels good. 
Yeah, it was it was a philosophy that with hard work gave me utter frustration. Right. For others, they love to save. They get you know yeah. they like never to spend. They 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 yeah. love to see money sitting in a bank account, not really doing much, but it's sitting in the bank account. And so one of the things that I wanted to go into first is Millionaire Next Door. I, I missed this last time the video was playing. Millionaire Next Door is another project that is written by Dave Ramsey. My wife, I believe, has a copy of that book. And she's 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 read it. I believe she's re finished and read that book. And as we have this discussion about, uh, and hey, if you want to interact, go to facebook.com forward slash battle for freedom. Or you, like I see Lep is there. He's one of the hosts of Ain't You a Peach available to you on Sundays. Uh, there was a he was he was very let's say he was very animated if I could say it any other way he was very animated uh, when you watched him this past weekend on ain't you a peach available to you at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, <laughs> there is no other way to describe it but you'll enjoy uh, <laughs> um. You, uh, Josh and Jill, I see you there. Thank you for joining and being part of the program. You can also go to Rumble and interact there. I am working on a way of capturing the data from Rumble so we can include it in our uh, discussions here. Uh, so thank you very much. Appreciate every last one of you. Uh, and Bob out there in Twitter, thank you so much for your constant, uh, constant um, encouragement. But I want to, last time I played this, honestly, I was having audio technical difficulties, so I didn't really get a chance to catch everything. But in this very first snippet of this thing here, this uh, this person talks about the millionaire next door. And he's complaining about or he's whining about the fact that people are basically letting their money grow. He's saying it's not doing anything. It's just sitting there doing nothing. Well, the very first thing, let's let's really start hammering out and looking at the words that are being said. Now, people can say, oh, Watson, it's not about the semantics. But no, we have to be, when, when something's so critical like this, of people working with their finances, the last thing you need to do is be very loose and not pay attention to the words that are being given to you because you can miss key, fix, key, key points in this thing here. Uh, yes, Curtis, it's growing. Uh, the idea here is they're saying that the money's doing nothing, but it actually is growing. There's compounding interest. Dave Ramsey isn't going to tell you just throw your money underneath the, the mattress. He's telling you to invest your money. And the millionaire next door says, this is how you continue. Think about this. The millionaire next door continues to compound more and more money. Why? Because they don't have debt eating at their assets. They have the they have no debt eating at their assets because it's constantly growing. Now, unfortunately, it's driven by market trends and everything like that. But on the on the average, there's what a five three to seven percent growth on your your money that's sitting in uh, uh, mutual funds. I know I have a tendency to say money market, but that was like the big thing decades ago. But I, it's taken me decades to get that word out of my mouth. But as we sit here and we listen to this, pay attention to what they're saying. They're saying that the money is just is doing nothing. That's incorrect. It's growing. It is growing every time, time and through. It is growing. Even with market crashes, the money still is growing. Because because here's the thing that they try and insinuate. Don't put your money in the stock market because it'll forever crash and you'll never make any money. 
Don't put your money in any savings account because even that penny that you 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 gain in 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 a year on your your two hundred and fifty dollars that you made or that you saved in your savings account, it's only a penny. That's like that's like saying that last breath of air you had. You know what? You don't need it because it's the last breath of air you have. Don't worry about breathing anymore. It's only air. <laughs> These people are so you gotta pay attention to what they say. Let's jump further into this. That wasn't how I I didn't love that. Well, I I have a friend, you know, it's a woman, she's about 45 years old, she has six million in savings, and she rides a bicycle. And in her mind, this is in Hawaii, she is King Tut. You know what I mean? She is so happy. And you had six million in savings, I'd be pretty happy too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But riding a bicycle would destroy me. <laughs> She's healthier than I am, which is a good thing too. Right. But the whole point here. But I mean, let's look at that. This woman has six million dollars. Let's let's let's. Uh, <laughs> says, "Is that like a little pregnant?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a great example. Yeah, you're just a little pregnant. <laughs> you know, baby, you're pregnant. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. I, I needed that. Um, so as we sit here and we look at this, so again, let's re re revisit this one. She is $6 million. She has $6 million in the bank. Now, you know, our measly, we're happy when we see a penny. We're happy when we see a penny get something. Now take 250 or $6 million. $6 million, divide that by 250. And then multiply that number of times 0 0.01. Oh, let's, let's actually do that. Let's, let me do that. Instead of just saying here, I'm going to do um, six, one, two, three. Oh, oh, why are you not working here? Here, six. Why is it not working? I need my thing looking here. Six million divided by 250. That's 24,000 times 0 0.01. I am on the wrong calculator on my thing here. Uh, my Windows app, one, two, three, one, two, three, divided by, uh, what did I say the number was? Six million divided by 250 equals 204,000 divided by 0 0.01. Um, 24, I can do this. It's $240, right? $240. If that's it, I, that's still the number still seems off. But still, you you have I don't think it's two hundred forty dollars. You're going to get definitely more than 0.1 percent on what you have on having six million dollars in the bank. The interest rates are completely higher, so you're going to make a lot whole lot more than two hundred forty dollars. I don't know exactly what the numbers are there, but you're still making money. And guess what? $240, even if it was $240, you have $240 more on your $6 million. Even if it only was $240, you now have $6,240,000. So to say that it's not doing anything is a very, very false statement. <laughs> and then the idea of her living a healthy life. See, so not only is she actually living financially healthy, she's also living physically healthy, and this bothers him. That's odd. There's this. 
your financial advice depends on who you are. So if you're poor, Susie Orman. You're middle class, it's Dave Ramsey, live debt free. Cut up your credit cards. So, I mean, and now think about this. If you're poor, look at the way that there is this, um, this tiered system with his thinking. See, poor, they're just looking at financial numbers. And there are a lot of people who are poor. They don't have the money. Unfortunately, they don't even have the education yet. Many of them have a desire and an eager yearning to no longer be living in poverty. So as they learn to build up upon a budget and work better, live better, they get there are a lot of poor people who were following. They were, quote unquote, poor people who were following uh, Dave Ramsey. They got out of debt and they are now millionaires. They are now millionaires following Dave Ramsey's principle. See, this is the thing about it. What they don't want they, that he doesn't want to communicate is this has worked. This process has worked that there have been people who have been delivered from poverty, from horrible living. And he's basically saying, well, and even there have been people who've come out of the Susie Ormond process. So as you sit here and you look at this, it's like, oh my goodness, let's talk about the evidence that's there. Not just your accusations, not, not just your negative things about these individuals, Let's look at the evidence of what's taking place here. Now we get to the rich and the rich are opposite. And that's what I cover in this book here, Second Chance. Everything the poor and middle class do, the rich do differently. For example, I don't want to get out of debt. I love debt. No, I got to read. I got to return to this one here, folks. I love debt. I wish I had the recording for you so I can take you back to that. I think it was a CBS interview for Donald Trump in 2016 when he was running. And he said the same thing. I love debt. See, when he says second chance, I want you to understand something. You want to know why you get a second chance? File bankruptcy. File bankruptcy. You get a second chance and a third chance and a fourth chance and a fifth chance. Here's your chance to get it right over and over and over again because of the fact that if I do it this way, if I keep taking advantage of the if I keep taking advantage of the system, then I'm gonna screw people over, right? I'm gonna screw people over. This is this is just so sad. And my heart breaks. As I look at and I watch and I see what's happening here. Okay. So as I sit here and I look and I hope that you have us moving forward and looking to hear what this guy's saying. Let's try this and see if this helps you. That's what I hear a person say to me. Yeah. So for some strange reason, that is acting odd. Yeah. It says that... that you know, it's just really sad when he, he sits here and you try and have the communication with him. When you try and have the communication with them that this isn't working. That to turn around, I, I really want, I really want to, I want to really want us to visit this and try and understand what's going on here. I'll, I'll, 
I'll fix the mojo. I'll fix the uh, speaker side in a second here. Let's go back to this. I don't have any money, so I can't invest. Well, that's a poor middle class thought. Right. You see, I don't need my money. The banks will give me all the money I want. Yeah, here's a, here's a good couple of questions to see where someone's mindset is. I like to ask him, if I'm willing to lend you money at 0%, how much would you take? See, and if someone doesn't tell me they take as much as they can get, I know they're in the middle class or the poverty. Yeah. Or if I say, if I'm not charging interest, how fast do you want to pay me back? Right. They should be saying, I want to pay you back as slowly as possible. See, now this is the thing about what they don't seem to understand, is take out as much money as you possibly can. Um, so there's a couple of verses. I put it in the show description, and I really want you to see those verses. Um, I want to see those verses now. They're in the show description. But the first one I want you to go with uh, as we look at this thing is Romans chapter Romans chapter 13, verse 8 says, Oh, no man, nothing except love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no one, anything except to love each other. For the one who loves one another has fulfilled the law. Not only do you have that particular passage of what we have here, but I also want you to look at Proverbs 27, I mean, 22, 7, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. The borrower is a slave to the lender. This, this is, so when they tell you that you take out as much money as you possibly can, what they're, what they're in effect of what this person is actually saying to you is that they want you to perpetually be a slave to the person that you get the money from. Oh, you know, if you want this, just, just borrow money. Just borrow money. Be a slave to the people. To see, rich people, true rich people, are not slaves. Get that? True rich people are not slaves. They're not slaves to the market because there's a lot of people who have a lot of money and they're a slave to constantly looking at that money grow. I only got $240 on this. I want $250. I want $260. How do I make this money grow? And they get so eager about trying to make their all their assets grow that they stop living. Any person who has hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, and, and billions of dollars, and they constantly want more, they're not free. They're a slave to their finances. They're a slave to money, and they stopped living because everything, everything about them is built upon the reality of how can I make more? That's not life. That's not liberty. That's not freedom. That's slavery. They, they are in debt to an economic system of money and power, and they have completely forsaken any true living whatsoever. There, there are people in, in, in rich towns around Indiana. There was one area called um, Geist. It's like the Hamptons. It's like the, it's a landlocked Hamptons here, Hamptons here in, uh, in Indiana. And there's some really nice big mansions there. But most of the people who live there, million-dollar mansions, and what do they do? Their houses are empty. The only time they get furniture is when people are coming over. They rent furniture to bring into the home so that they can turn around and show off to people what they don't have, what doesn't actually belong to them. See, because, again, it comes down to taxes and saving money, because if I'm correct, it's a possibility that because they rented and leased that furniture, that could potentially be written off, saving money on taxes. 
But if I have property, if I have assets, if I have value, I have to pay taxes on that. And that's the goal of what most of these people are doing. That most of these rich billionaires, you want to know why they don't pay their quote-unquote fair share of taxes? Because they use the system, they use the loopholes that allows them to basically say, well, writing things off that you lease, writing off, you know, that anything you lease can be written off and you don't have to pay taxes on it. You don't have to pay any money on this because you really didn't spend money. You lost money this year. So guess what? You don't have to pay taxes on your billions. <laughs> They're cheating the system. So you know what? The way that you, you make this is you get rid of the tax loopholes that, that you get from leasing and renting Rather than and and basically, you know what? Hey, listen, if you, if you want to rent, so let there be some taxes, not just on the people who are sitting there who own the property. Oh wait, but that's double taxation. I don't. I'm not a tax. I'm not a tax uh, expert whatsoever. But I'm letting you know how it is that they're circumventing the system. And guess who ends up having to pay the taxes? We do. Because these guys, they get all their lawyers, their tax people, and they figure out every loophole to avoid having to pay anything. And they basically celebrate cheating the system. They celebrate cheating the system while we're trying to be honest, while we're trying to do the right thing. They're celebrating it. And this is a tragedy. This is a tragedy, and it's heartbreaking. Debt makes us rich. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. To understand the difference between poor middle class and rich, Dave Ramsey is saying live debt free, and what makes the rich rich is they know how to use debt. That's the difference. That's why in 1973 I came back from Vietnam, my rich dad said take a real estate course. It had nothing to do with real estate. It had to do with real estate is debt and taxes. And I had to learn how to buy a piece of property using 100% debt. Once I learned to buy a property with 100% debt and still make $25, I knew I could make money off of debt. Yep. Whereas Dave Ramsey... See, now this is the challenge that you run into here. I apologize, I'm trying to check the time here. But here's the problem that you run into is, again, they're trying to tell you that, you know, debt, debt makes you money. No. That, that, that's like saying cancer makes me healthy. Sickness makes me healthy. What? Literally, saying debt makes us money is like saying cancer makes me healthy. That, that, let, let's, let's break this down. What this man is teaching is a cancerous ideology that is irreversible. It is not even in conclusion with logic. I, okay, I, I, if, if you want to understand economics, they're playing a shell game. Um, I have this book. I've had this for over a year. I have a tons of them. Uh, by Henry Hazlitt, Economics in One Lesson. If you want to understand what Rich Dad, Poor Dad is doing, what these people who continue to tell you to take out uh, home loans on, I mean, not home loans, but take out, take out not whole life insurance, avoid term insurance, get whole life insurance, and turn that into a bank account, it's a shell game. And you keep thinking that you have more money in your pocket. You, what you're doing is you're putting more money in their pocket rather than putting money in your own pocket. The easiest way for us to be making debt is to literally stop spending what we don't have. 
But we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. So you're saying live debt free and Susan's so saying cut up your credit card. And what happened to your taxes? Well, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so debt makes the rich rich, right? Yep. Okay, now the more debt you have and the more real estate you buy, what happens to taxes? It's going to continue to go down. You pay zero tax. Yep. Do you understand that what makes the again, everything is covered in this book, it's opposite. The more See, again, what they're not telling you and again, when you get to the end of the book, if you don't have the level of money, l let me tell you what makes it possible for what they, they are doing right now and cheating the system. By them actually having lawyers that can help them avoid being accountable for what they're doing right now. Them having lawyers to help them be accountable, not be accountable for what they're doing right now. Do you have money for all these lawyers? Huh? I bet you not. I bet you, you and I don't have the lawyers to basically bail us out of the jail in the event of us not doing what we're supposed to here. I bet you, you can't afford the lawyer fees of what will hit you because of the fact that you chose not to pay your taxes. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here you go. Oh, be two beautiful ones here, actually, Curtis and uh, Lep. Let's go with the first one. Um, uh, Curtis basically says, uh, don't worry about impressing people you will never meet. And <laughs> Lep, <laughs> he says, uh, why did it come across my screen? Lep says, cancer is a great way to lose weight. Chemo keeps you puking so you don't eat. Yeah. That's pretty much what these guys are saying. Let's go to a break and I'll talk to you beautiful people on the flip side. Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. Daily Mojo with Brad Staggs. My suggestion was why not create another category? So you have men, you have women, then you have transgender men and transgender women. And so, I mean, why not create their own unique category so we are comparing apples to apples and coconuts to because, coconuts? Because their whole entire shtick for the transgender community is, no, these are women. You, despite the fact that they have XY chromosomes and, you know, a giant hog swinging between their legs, they are women. And <laughs> Here, I'll get it. <laughs> wow. Giant uh, hog. Giant hog. Never heard it quite described that way. Oh, that's great. I see you've seen Ron naked, too. Uh, it's uh, Weekdays, 8 Eastern, Mojo Five O. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Notice 
about to get real, and you really need a plan, and you need people on board. There's only one place to be. Sunday Long Live Radio. 5 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Triggering change. One heartbeat at a time. Battle for freedom. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Watson Prenier from Battle for Freedom and Mojo Fiverr Radio. Uh, today, we're doing a part two, a part duh, of a rich, rich bank, poor sap. Uh, and this is the, basically the idea of why Christians should avoid it. Uh, the reason why I'm saying this to you is because of the fact that everything that these guys are going over is not based on um, a biblical worldview. And a couple of things that I forgot to mention in the first segment, but I'll mention them now, is have you had your American Pride Roses coffee? American Pride Roses coffee is historically great coffee and the official coffee of Mojo Fiverr Radio. Uh, there is a cup of Watson's white chocolate blend, uh, white chocolate caramel blend that's waiting for me that I will have over the show. I'm already animated. I don't need to be more animated because sometimes I get there with the delicious American Fried Roses coffee. And But if you need that animation any time of the day, go check them out and let them know Watson from Battle for Freedom sent you. Also want you to consider um, New Life Holistic Anthony Malchiotti and using biofeedback because sometimes you just get triggered and you're taught, you, you, you've run out of you, you can't afford the pills anymore. Honestly, the pills are having a negative physiological effect on your body. It's changing you at alarming levels. Consider biofeedback therapy where you retune your body, deal with the anxiety, deal with the worry, deal with so many different things. Biofeedback therapy, trust me, you can't go wrong with that. And finally, there is uh, the last thing where I don't have one of the things. The, I was looking at the patch earlier, not a smoke patch, but it was a patch from Romika Designs where I had the logo from Battle for Freedom for $6. And when I find it, I will show you tomorrow because I'm ashamed that I was looking at it and I'm that disorganized in the mind. Not a good thing. Uh, but Romika Designs, check them out. Great designs, great work uh, with everything from patches to mugs, you name it. Romika Designs is your out outlet for creativity. Check them out. So let's get back into rich, rich sap or rich bank, poor sap. <laughs> and let's just hear what these guys have to say. Uh, or real estate I buy bar. using debt. The less tax I pay, the more money I make. The other thing, so I use now, I use debt to get rich and I pay no tax. This is where you and I really line up. When you were playing the cash flow game, what came out of the game? Wasn't it your team or something? Oh yeah, I, I realized that I had to build a team and it yes. couldn't just be financial planners or people that gave advice. I you know, before I get into a li little bit more of what he's saying, he's saying he's using real estate to buy, right? So he just keeps getting more and more loans, getting more and more loans for real estate and then banking on the real estate that he has because people keep, see, Everybody wants to turn their real estate into some kind of bank that they can actually go out and buy more. Now, because, but you, if you don't have the discipline to continue taking out loans upon loans upon loans upon loans on the property that you have, then you can't keep up with whoever you owe, whomever you owe money to. Because you're constantly having money that you have to go out to people that you borrowed the money from. 
So because here's the big thing that, you know, when he tells you take out as much as you want, and if it's on 0% interest, take as long as you need, is that you still have to pay that money back unless you never had any desire of paying the money back because you're going to basically keep the people that you owe the money to locked up in litigation, preventing them from ever getting access to their money because your lawyers know how to basically screw up one little thing here, file something wrong here, file something wrong there. Let's have this pay the judges to turn around and delay your case by years so that we never get to see the light of day. And by that time, when you desperate, the person that you owe $24 million to has spent $40 million in lawyer fees to try and get the 20 million that you should have paid them. And how many Americans, how many of us who are in Susie Orman or Dave Ramsey or middle class who don't have $10,000 in the bank have millions of dollars in lawyer fees? And how many lawyer fees lawyers are going to turn around and want to go work with us to go after these big conglomerations of uh, lawyers, these people, these, these cowards that are hiding behind the system of litigation? We don't have that money, right? We don't have that kind of money. And this is how you have your second chance. Your second chance is you hide behind lawyers. You hide behind. you. you, you and, and everybody's like, well, it's not legal. It's morally reprehensible. It's morally reprehensible what they will do for money. And they're getting even Christians to follow this stuff. And I'm, I'm saying Christians lightly, because if you call yourself a follower of Christ and you want to take advantage of the system to constantly bankrupt after bankrupt after bankrupt, constantly move money around and never be accountable, never, never pay what is required of you. Never pay your taxes. Jesus didn't say don't pay taxes. He says, render unto Caesar what's Caesar's and render unto God what's God. He didn't say avoid taxes. He didn't say cheat the system. He says, pay, pay your due. Do what you're supposed to. Don't sit here and navigate. This is, this, this is an issue of conscience. Oh my goodness. They're cheating the system and they're teaching and people are following because of greed. It's not money is the root of evil. It's the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's exactly what these scoundrels are doing. And a lot of people are like, well, don't follow Dave Ramsey getting out of debt. You know, you got to you spend money to make money. These are the people who are saying this. And look at the character level of what they are. They are a cancer to society. They are a cancer to our conscience. And any of you who want to continue to follow these people, I dare say that you have a cancer in your soul right now. Yeah. See, yeah. Uh, well, Brandon brings up a good question. Let's uh, let's see. Uh, Brandon says, so they say, want to become rich? Buy my book. And that right there, you should ask yourself, how many books have they sold? Well, see, that's the thing about it, though. That's, that's a good question, Brandon. Um, here's the problem I run with that on that, though, is because of the fact that there are a lot of books that have been sold by a lot of different authors. And... They're not great books. Book sales really isn't the, 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 really it's not the book sales that's the testimony to whether or not their methods are correct. 
It's the product of the people who follow. It's the result and the lives of the people who follow them. Dave Ramsey has pulled a lot of people. Out, well, God has pulled people out of poverty by using vehicles like Dave Ramsey to tell people to live within your means, live on a budget, get rid of your debt. It's clear. It's a, the principles are sound. They work. And more and more people, if you look, if you read uh, Total Money Makeover, when my wife and I were reading this back in like 2015, 2016, we, were, we marveled at the idea of these people who have these stories of paying thirty to $100,000 to $300,000 in debt off in less than three-year period of time. I mean, it seems so far removed from us. We're like, there's no way that that's possible. And we're enjoying that success, nearly debt-free. We're, we're literally near debt-free. It's possible. The book sales really doesn't always say, because again, you know, there have been a lot of movies that have had major sales and they were flops. I mean, because if, if because they were like, well, we, we said all this thing, but what was the storyline? What was the, what was all these different things? We can say that the sales are the key. I'm saying if we put a product forth, how does it change society and does it change society for the better? I believe uh, we can look at the testimony of a lot of people who are followed. And it's really sad because I remember doing earlier last year a video where there was a black couple who were following Dave Ramsey and they decided to move over to doing whole life insurance of trying to convince people to buy whole life insurance. They successfully completed Financial Peace University with Dave Ramsey and they say, well, that doesn't work anymore. Get yourself whole life insurance. And what they're doing is they're they're betting on the people who want to play scratch scratch offs lotto and depend on that every day scratch off gamble myself away instead of me developing uh, instead of me developing. And again, listen. If you want to play, if you have money to spare, where you threw you threw money aside, this is your spend money in your budget. And if you want to spend, listen, if you want to spend in your budget as you're paying your bills off, and let's say you have allotted yourself $25 to $50 to $100 a month, your bills are paid off, and this is your spend money, and you want to put that to lotto, do whatever makes you happy. Okay? Do whatever makes you happy. But there are better ways of making money than constantly gambling and hoping that we win and we pay. Will there be maybe possible paydays? Possibly. But would, do we want to live on the possibilities or do we want to live on the assurity? Because the assurity of getting rich is by getting rid of your debt and actually investing. Putting your money into areas where it can grow. Whether it's 1%, 2%, 3%. Or even 10%, it still grows. But we throw everything to chance. And I think that there is a danger to that. And that's the sad part. I wanted people that actually lived it, done it, were wealthy, that spent time with wealthy people. And it took me about a decade to build that team, maybe yes. a little bit longer. It was, I'm still building it. It was a heavy, and, you know, but I got to tell you paid off massively yes. i mean that's that's one of my advantages that most people have is yes. the type of team that i have and that i built and that's part of what we do is we build teams for people that way right and this is the part what kills most people okay 
in school, if you operate with a team, it's called cheating. <laughs> exactly. So tell them, tell them what your team consists of today, because it's the same. The, right there, that statement there, in school, if you operate with a team, it, it, it means that you're cheating. What? That, that's like, uh, what, what was um, <laughs> my wife does this so much better than me. Um, her dog, rot, dog pony rode it. That was like a Biden gaffe, okay? That was like left field. He went Joe Biden on us. And again, I'm not trying to make fun of Joe Biden, but there have been a lot of where in the world did that come from? What in the what in the world did that come from? And this is what happens when you disease your mind with greed so much that you stop making sense. That you have a team together. It's cheating. No, what you guys are doing. See, this is the thing about it is he's trying to deflect by saying not having a team, not working with a team, or when you do it in school is cheating. He, what he's actually doing is telling you we're cheating right now. We're cheating the system. We're cheating millions of Americans who are working hard to pay taxes and that goes to the government and then these people who then turn around and are in the inner circle figuring out how to get to the loopholes ignore the systems of doing it the right way and then the burden of filling the coffer for the state goes to the rest of us who are working hard and trying to be good citizens on paying our taxes. Is our tax system currently correct? Is it right? No. A, a flat tax that everybody plays, pays the same percent of their income is the correct way. But guess what? If you follow these guys, they'll tell you how you can hide your money. Don't put your money out there like every other American so that the, the United States can see what you have and the assets that you have. Turn around and throw it into this, throw it into this trust, throw it in here. And you know what? As the trust gains interest and, and all those different things, it's a lot different than the income tax that people are facing. Yeah. It's a lot different. Let's hide. Let's shell. Let's move this. Get a team that helps you move this stuff around so that you don't have to pay anything. So when Warren Buffett says, yeah, I pay my fair share of taxes, yeah, he makes his, what, his secretary makes like $75,000 a year. He basically pulls in an income of, what, $25,000 a year, and then he basically says whatever he's paying, yeah, I'm paying my taxes. Yes, you are. But you're hiding all your assets in here so that you don't truly have to pay taxes. Let's make, let's make, let's make it sure, clear. Now, I think that there's there's a problem with the way that we do this. I don't think that a business, a business and an individual should be double taxed. If I work for a company and my company is making this particular money, that the government's taking money from taxes and individuals and everybody else. But there's zero accountability for our government and what they're doing with the money, with the taxes, and, and there's zero accountability. And that's the problem of what we have here. These guys have zero accountability. Our government has zero accountability. And then the onus is on the rest of us to basically fund their ability to circumvent doing what is right and basically them living morally reprehensible lives and we're funding it on the shoulders of people who are just trying to make ends meet and that's wrong it's it's legal but just because it's legal doesn't make it right because remember at one point in time it was legal to own black people as slaves 
It was legal to basically push minorities, push women, push people. And, and guess what? It's moving in the direction, after you watch indoctrination, to turn around and make it legal to do things to children in schools without the parents' consent. But just because it's legal doesn't make it right. But we have a system of individuals who are going through our halls, through our systems, and, and, and it's people like this. Who are ruining society because their desire for richness gets pushed out into so many people who desire to be rich and they will take these shortcut ways to get there if even if it means ruining people's lives thing i say my team is called my rich dad advisors right? yeah what do you call your i call mine the accredited network and in joking i call them the financial nerd network because yes, these are people that love this stuff yeah i mean even even part of my team is having a guy that's good at understanding liability insurance. We He's talked about this last week. Let me move forward on this here. And they don't ask for help. You know, and I was always a dumb shit in school. So I always ask Sorry for the language. about stuff. So when it comes to investing, I look for the smartest guys that practice what they preach. So they're called rich dad advisors. It's bigger than their advisors. But I have Kenny McElroy who writes about real estate. Yeah. But it's really about debt. I have Tom Real write on taxes. And Tom always says the reason people pay taxes is because they're afraid of the IRS. They're afraid of the IRS. They're afraid of the IRS because of the fact that they don't know how to get around the IRS. Did you hear these guys? If you listen to the video, these guys build a team of how they can avoid the IRS. They can avoid paying taxes. They, they hire a team. This is what their team is. It's not a team about building wealth. It's about a team of hiding wealth. Hiding assets. That's not good. But people want this. And you want to pay taxes? I have $50 million to operate with this firm. But when I walk um, with the stock market, be debt free. If you want to follow the rules of the rich, you have to follow your money, live within your means, be and hope free. that you're going to be okay. This is Bob um, Ramsey. The stock market, but be debt free. If you want to follow the rules of the rich, you have to have an amazing team, an intelligent team. And when you do that, you'll pay less in tax because of how you utilize and leverage debt and it'll help you acquire assets and you focus on cash flow, not on 30 years waiting for retirement to come around. See, and that's my thing, though, is it's like wait 30, 30 years. Think about this. If you let something sit for 30 years, it look at the numbers. Dave Ramsey shows you if you started saving it like 2019, 2025, okay? and you start saving that money 30 years later, you're, you have at least two, $3 million sitting there in the bank. And that's just what you did by just, just that normal area of what you put in investments, okay? Of what you put in investments and you let it sit there. That didn't mean that you just stop at that one avenue of making money. It doesn't, that, that, that just includes one avenue of creating money. There could be other areas where you've taken money that you've had and you invested. As long as you're not in debt and you're not that 200, that $300 payment or that $1,000 payment for a vehicle, you're not having that because you paid out right for the vehicle and that extra money that you would have lost in spending five, 10 years on paying for a vehicle you can put that into investments and everything like that you know brandon says orman's whole thing is buying 
real estate cheap, building it and selling it at a premium, but they use the debt of the mortgage to build on. But see, that's the problem. That's 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 the the problem that you run into. This is because there are a lot of people who are buying, and and this a lot of people are buying real estate, and they still have a mortgage. They still have a mortgage payment. So what happens is when you buy this house cheap, you still paying on your house. You still have to pay for this. You have to pay for that. And then when the bill comes due because you finally couldn't sell that house that you have and now you're losing money on that house that's sitting there because of the fact that no one wants to buy it. It's in a bad neighborhood or whatever. And then you can't make that payment. They're, they're going to either take or you lose your job and you're now down to one income and you have two mortgages and you're sitting there. Dave Ramsey is going to tell you if you want to do this, pay your pay your original loan off first before you start and try and buy anything else. If you're going to take out a second mortgage, let that second mortgage be on a second home because your first home was paid off. Well, because of the fact that we want to make these money, we want to make money, we got to make money, we got to we got to make it quick, 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 because we don't do it right now. Like a lot of people who sat there and they paid for houses that were marked three, four hundred percent higher than their actual value, and now the bill comes due a year later. Interest rates are at seven, at, at seven, eight percent, and you're paying out the wazoo. For, for mortgage payments for a house that you couldn't afford and you barely could afford the payment that you were making before. Because we got to get it now. The great opportunities sink, sink into this thing here. And people losing their shirts. People are losing their shirts. And it's, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Let's see if I can get into this. I handed Rich Dad Poor Dad to one of my clients. He gave it to his son. His son was intrigued enough to come to one of our events going, okay, if this is the guy that gave the book at the end of the eight hours, he says, okay, I'm an airplane engineer. I design airplane engines and I have $75,000 in 401k. I make $75,000 a year, but you know what? I'm going to make a change. And in one year, I'm going to create enough income for my investments to cover my basic expenses. And I was like, that's pretty bold, but he did it in 362 days. He did it by going he didn't have enough money of his own so he used debt he bought a real estate portfolio over time and it created enough cash flow and then he got to do what he really wanted to do after that see and that's the thing about what they try and do because he got a chance to do what he really wanted to do they're selling you living a life that you want to live right now because you can't wait to save up that money to do what you did there without doing violating any moral codes I'm going to show you how you can cheat the system so you can get the money now and you can have your fun now. We sit here and talk about making fun of Joel Olstein, who says, live your best life today. This is exactly what these guys are doing. They're doing the whole live your best life today, cut corners, do whatever you need to. It doesn't matter what cost. It doesn't matter at the cost of your conscience. It doesn't matter if you circumvent the system. You don't be responsible, fiscally responsible. Live, enjoy right now. Live on the top of the world. Take out debt. But again, I go back to the two key passages from the Bible. From the Bible. Oh, no one anything except to love each other. Each other for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The, that's, that's Romans 13, 8. Proverbs 22, 7. The rich rules over the poor and the borrower is a slave to the lender. They want you to be in slavery just so you could be rich? At what cost? The word of God says, what does it profit a man to... 
What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You have to be smart with what you do. Absolutely. Debt is very dangerous stuff. If you don't want to study how to use debt, then use cash, right? Absolutely. So that's go back to those middle you class and poor Yeah, let's just go back and save my hand. Go back to those poor, you know, uh, poor middle class people. <laughs> I mean, literally, think about that. Go back to those poor little class people. You want to see that debt is dangerous. Go back to those little middle class people. Those people who are beneath us. We don't want those peasants in our presence. In our presence? Presence, yeah. Presence was there. There's nothing wrong with it. Your gut, if your gut can't handle what we do, stay middle class or stay poor. So the final thing is this. I think this is the worst thing I can say. So pay attention. If you're poor or middle class. Check this out. He says, this is the worst thing I can say. Pay attention. And I need you all to hear clearly what this man is saying. This is exactly what our former president has been saying. And if you're not listening, this is exactly the character and nature. It doesn't matter what temporary blessings we got because of their role. This is the role of a person willing to sell anybody out, even their own mother, given the chance. Do we want them on our team? On our team? No. no. Sorry. And that's the worst part. And you know, I have so many friends come up to me. They're great people. I like them dearly. I know their kids and all this. And they want to invest with me. And I said, I'm sorry, I can't because you're poor and middle class. Because you play by different rules. Yeah, but you don't have it inside of you. Yeah. You don't have the education. You know, when you were a kid, I mean, I played. No, not education, the lack of conscience. And, all this stuff. and I was a guy that's, you know, they, you know, they say, okay, well, sorry, you don't, you don't qualify to make the team. So everything Garrett and I are saying is why it's good to put a team together. But if you're not a rich person, nobody wants to be on your team. Is that correct? Absolutely not. So you got to invest in yourself. You've got to invest in financial education and you got to be serious about it because no one else is just going to get you there on there. It's not some magic thing that happens overnight. It is a commitment. Yeah, I just I'm telling you, if you hear this, they're basically telling you your value. They've esteemed our value that if we are not rich like them, if we're not cold and callous like them, they don't want us around. They don't. You see, here's the thing about it. Most poor and middle class people have a conscience. And they don't want that around them. They don't want them telling people, but you're cheating the system here. You're, you're, you're taking advantage of the system. And there are a lot of people who are, who are funding, who are bankrolling your ability to circumvent the system. This is wrong. This is morally, just, a bit, just because it's legal doesn't make it right. So they don't want middle-class poor people around there to tell, tell them what you're doing is wrong. Because we'd be their conscience and that's what they don't want. They want people without a conscience. I just lost a really good, I've, I've lost many good friends, but they come to me, they tell a good story and I try and help them out. But they did not do what Garrett did. They don't study. You know, they think if they hang out with me, they'll get rich. You know what I'm talking about? I do know that. And they come around and they're friends and all this, but all of a sudden, you know, I'm. You borrow $300 million, you better have a financial statement to do that, right? Absolutely. And the guy didn't have a financial. He said, well, can I get in the deal? And said, I'm sorry, you don't have enough money. So here's, I'm done with this guy, okay? I'm done with this guy. Um, look, put it like this. So we've been humbled by many people who are famous um, to interact. Uh, 
people of class don't care who you are. They see you as a human being and they have a conversation with you. You know, last week I had Sam Sorbo on the show and we had a great uh, time and discussion. Sam spent time talking to my wife to encourage her in this in our journey in home learning. That speaks volumes. Sam doesn't look at my wife as like, oh, you're one of them. Her husband doesn't look at a people like, well, you're one of them. And there are many other people who are just the same. They don't look at people as you're a pariah or you're one of them. Now, they do have to have discernment to push people away who are only there to uh, take from them and not have a mutual de desire for growing and learning. These guys don't want you around them because if you grow, they lose money. And the only reason why they want millionaires is because they want to take your money and make you make the investments for them so they're not the ones losing. You are. Remember, Donald Trump said, if I default on a loan, the problem isn't mine, it's the banks. And that's what rich dad, poor dad teaches. That's what they teach. Brad Staggs and Daily Mojo's up next, and I'm out. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5 -0.